Thank you for downloading and happiness. Dare to be happy. We are two curious friends that want to explore what makes us happy. In each episode, we will take a topic in alphabetical order and discuss how it relates to and impacts happiness. We will live the experience of each concept through a dare that we set each other and then talk about how it affected our happiness. As well as diving into psychological theories and evidence which supports or contradicts our personal experiences. In other words, in this show, psychology meets play. I'm Kitty Newman, director of Trapeze Media, a digital marketing agency that leads with social. My company philosophy is based on the importance of play in all our lives and how important it is to be happy at work. I have been obsessed with the circus for a few years, hence the name Trapeze Media, and making time for things like handstands and aerial in amongst the day-to-day challenges that come with running a successful business makes me happy. My name is Claudia Mitura. I'm a work psychologist and learning and development specialist with a purpose to boost happiness in the workplace. I love experimenting and applying scientific research on happiness to my daily ups and downs, or just to prove my other half wrong. I also like to look for happiness in unusual places, so I won't shy away from diving with sharks or starring in a pantomime. Sometimes this gets me in trouble. Episode 12, L for luck. Very exciting. What a topic. Um, And our dare was to reflect and identify situations in our life when we felt lucky or unlucky. I've really enjoyed thinking about it. It was a trip down memory lane. Also, such fun stories to think about and some sort of scary ones, actually. Yeah, interesting, interesting. So generally, Kitty, like at the end of this there, do you feel, do you consider yourself lucky or unlucky? I think I'm a very lucky person. I think there's two ways that people say that they're lucky though. You can feel lucky, which was pulling up a lot of things similar to the gratitude week that we did. So I feel like I'm really lucky to have the life I have the friends I have the kind of just you know feeling happy and and that makes me feel lucky and then there's actual freaks of the moment coincidental things that feel lucky that are just these one-off oh my god that was so such a lucky happening in that moment so I yeah I was coincidental or freaks of the moment things that were coming up for me in terms of luck okay I I I need to hear more now I can you give can you give us an example yeah so I once won 600 pounds on roulette from 60 quid whoa that (laughs) is so lucky that is so lucky in the way that I was playing roulette there was no skill involved no maths nothing I was just putting money down and I was keeping back what I won. It was actually when I was quite a lot younger, I used to love to go to the casino. That is amazing. That is amazing. Slippery slope though, Claudia, slippery slope. Mm. Yeah, one off, quite nice. Yeah, amazing. It never, it didn't happen again. (laughs) Did you try again? Yeah, I tried a lot. I tried a lot. I definitely lost that 600 quid again at the casino. (laughs) 
Have you ever won anything impressive, big? No, actually, no. For me, as part of the that, I was reflecting that I feel that I'm lucky in very specific situations. And actually winning something is not one of them. Um, maybe because I've never really won anything, I don't think. So um, oh, one situation... No, you've never won anything. I don't think so. Not that I can remember. So it wasn't very impressive, even if it happened. But on the other hand, I don't play anything. So if you don't play, then you cannot win, can you? Mm, good point. Uh, but for me, I feel very lucky in the situation when I have gained something unexpectedly that made me happy. Right. So, for instance, I definitely feel very lucky that 10 years ago I rented a room and in a house that belonged to Ben's family. And because of that, I met my husband to be. Right. So Aww. that makes me feel very lucky. And it's very, very sweet because let's be honest, I gained a room and a husband, you know. But I was only looking for a room, so quite lucky. That is lucky. That is lucky. But it doesn't. It didn't have to happen that way, you know. Something that was coming up for me quite a lot is this kind of sliding doors moment, mm -hmm. where there's an infinite number of universes, and there's a cloudier somewhere else that rented that room and didn't meet Ben. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's true. But that only shows you that this kind of lucky or unlucky fortune, it usually happens in quite trivial situations but has quite can have dramatic impact on our life. The fact I, I, I think I rented the room in that specific house was also quite a chance. I was looking at lots of houses and lots of different rooms. And it just happened that I rented it in the house that was connected to, to my husband to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, similarly to that one, I um, wanted to find a space to do Ariel in. And Ben recommended a space, this huge, beautiful barn. And I called them up and just so happened the person that answered the phone that worked there does aerial too. And so was interested and open to us coming and training there. Now, what are the chances? There's probably 10 people that work that would answer that phone. She happened to be the one that answered that had the interest already. And from there, we ended up training in the barn. It became this amazing thing, volunteering on the farm and then going on to put on a circus show at that barn. But if she hadn't answered, if we weren't lucky in that way for her to answer the phone, that might never have happened. Yeah, oh my God, that's so spooky, isn't it? When you think yeah. about it like that, you're like, oh my God, my life is run by a, a chance. Mm. The second situation that I feel very lucky in my life is when I feel that I have avoided a worse outcome. Mm. So something bad is already happening. For instance, as you know, this year we needed to completely reschedule our wedding. So on one hand, I felt quite unlucky because, you know, you, we could have got married at any other year as we've been together for 10 years. <laughs> but we chose the time when the world had got stopped by pandemic 
and in that specific month when the lockdown hit. So if we would have done it even half a year earlier, we would have been absolutely fine. So it was quite, I felt quite unlucky, but then I felt quite lucky because I felt that if we would have had a wedding before they actually knew about the pandemic and people would have got sick in my wedding, I would have felt so bad. So then I felt quite lucky that we actually didn't have the wedding and the wedding got stopped because of the lockdown hitting three weeks before the date. Yeah, wow. But that's a real, you've searched for a positive there, which is amazing because a lot of people could, you could just sit with the unluckiness and then you carry on with this feeling of, oh, our wedding hasn't happened. All of the guests have been disappointed. We've lost money. We've da 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 da. But actually, you've come through that unlucky bit and seen the luck within it. So, is there an element of your own attitude to the situation that's made you feel lucky mm. as opposed to unlucky? Oh, and this is a very good question. And I have a nice scenario for you to answer. Okay, go for it. Yes. Yeah, I know you love these. I know you love this. So uh, this question, obviously, that you've just asked has been very intriguing for many researchers. So consider this scenario, Kitty. You are walking into a bank on Friday morning. Okay, you are queuing for a cashier or for me, automated machine that just never works for me. But anyway, <laughs> and suddenly, Kitty, there is a robbery and you get shot in your right arm. Are you lucky or unlucky? Oh my God. I've just been shot in the arm. I'm really there. I just feel awfully sad. How bad have I been hurt? I know that you are in a, you are in a shock right now, but try to answer this question. Your, your arm is bleeding a little bit. It has been already patched up, you know, but yeah, you've been ultimately, you've been shot in your arm. Well, I'm not dead. Probably I could have died. I could have died. So he only got my arm. I'm lucky. Okay. Love it. I'm lucky I'm not dead. Perfect. Okay, great. So the research shows that the usual answer is 70% of people feel unlucky and 30% of people feel lucky. No way. I thought it would be the other way around. No, actually. unfortunately not. So people who say that they are unlucky tend to say things like, well, I was perfectly happy and healthy that morning and I could have walked into any other bank. How unlucky was I to walk into a robbery and now I'm shot in my arm. I'm much, much more worse off than before the event this morning. Now, people like yourself, 30% who felt they were lucky said, well, I'm very lucky as I could have been shot somewhere else and I could have died. There was that opportunity, but I only got shot in my right arm and I feel incredibly fortunate and happy also that other people did not get hurt. So why do you think there is such a difference between same scenario, but two different approaches? What do you think is the difference between those two types of groups? It's an attitude to life I suppose or an attitude to what happens to you mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and researchers called um, they call it after effect so um, in ad adverse situation our brain invents an after effect scenario so what happens is people who consider themselves unlucky in this particular situation in the bank they invented reality in which they haven't been shot at all 
So they feel worse off mm. because they're saying, I could have walked into any other bank with no robbery, okay? And I walked into robbery, I'm unlucky. On the other hand, the lucky group invented reality in which they dying. Yeah. Okay, so they now feeling like yourself better off because they only got shot in the arm. The truth is, those scenarios, those realities are hypothetical. They are invented by our brain. They don't exist. People who thought they were unlucky, you cannot 100% confirm that if you would have walked in into another bank, nothing would have had happened and vice versa. People who felt they were lucky, it's not 100% said that you would have have died. This is our brain assuming that those scenarios would or would not have happened. I think I'm definitely of the inventing the worst option to feel better about the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I do that I do that as well. I usually will take the kind of the bad outcome or adverse situation and I will automatically go into the kind of the positives and how lucky I was that something worse off did not happen. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, in the car accident many, many years back. Oh my God. So because due to the, I was in a car accident due to unlucky event of avalanche coming down on the motorway. <gasps> yeah. And you could say that, you know, that was quite unlucky. I could have been driving with my friend any other time. And we were driving in the moment when that, you know, avalanche decided to come down. But, you know, I felt very lucky because yes, we damaged the car. Uh, because everything obviously shakes quite a lot and uh, the road was already slippery and the car starts spinning and it was really hectic. But I felt really lucky because nothing happened to me or her, you know. So I still felt very lucky. But you could say that the event was quite unlucky. If we would have driven even like split second before, we would not be caught in all of that chaos. Oh my God. I had a similar car when I got, I actually got run over. Oh, I think I remember, yeah, but I, not the details, but I remember that, yeah, you had a, you had a accident. It was in a festival or something? Yeah, a car reversed over me. I was sat on the floor and a car reversed over me and squashed me flat and my head was by the tyre underneath and I was screaming <gasps> and no one could hear me. And then he carried on reversing and then eventually he drove forward. But my head was a, a foot away from the tyre. Um, and I came out of that and I, after I got over the shock, I w couldn't believe how lucky I was. But in, in the same, at the same time, so, un it's that, it's such a coincidence. Unlucky. So yeah, unlucky. unlucky. <laughs> what are the chances? I could have, I could have died. You could have died. And that, that did make me think about how amazing, you know, that's happening all the time. There's an incredible amount of luck. I think if I am feeling, if I'm not feeling on the top of my game, if I'm feeling quite tired or if I've been, if life does feel that uphill and I am feeling a bit, maybe a bit down, I think it's harder to find that. I think I, I think mm. I could slip more into feeling like, oh, this is actually really bad and this has been, a, everything's going wrong and rather than seeing it from the other side. So I don't think it's just a standard way of 
working for me I think I can slip into the feeling unlucky Mm -hmm. that research is really very much an introduction into the idea that luck is about perception as well as kind of those coincidences so this is the way we see the certain situations and Richard Wiseman is a scientist who absolutely dive into the thousands of studies of why some people are consistently lucky whilst others are not and he wrote a book called The Luck Factor The Scientific Study of the Lucky Mind (laughs) I know I love the title so um It turns out that whether we feel we're lucky or unlucky, it really comes down to that belief. Okay, so in one study, he asked volunteers to read through the newspapers and count how many photos were in it. Simple. And... People who claimed to be lucky in the beginning of the study took a few seconds to accomplish this task, while people who thought they were unlucky took an average of two minutes. Why such a difference? Well, the difference was because on the second page of the newspaper, a large message read, stop counting, there are 43 photos in the newspaper. Okay. Also, halfway through the newspaper was another message that read, stop counting, tell the experimenter you have seen this and you win $250. And it was absolutely amazing for him to say that people who consider themselves lucky, they were very good at spotting these two opportunities. And people who claim to be unlucky, they looked right past both of those opportunities and they were just keep counting the pictures. So he dived in even more into this saying, this is insane, right? It's just counting photos. How is it that people who consider themselves lucky, they see these opportunities, but other people who think they're unlucky, they don't. So first of all, he did some personality tests and he revealed that people who consider themselves unlucky, they were much more tense and anxious. And because of that anxiety, um, they didn't have ability to notice the unexpected. So the harder they looked and the harder they counted the photos, the less they actually seen when it came to all the opportunities. And the second is that if you are expecting positive outcomes, you are more likely to be spotting them. So if, if people think they are lucky, they will be pointing out all the positive lucky events that are around them. So ultimately they will feel more lucky because they feel more lucky, they'll be spotting more positives. Whereas if you feel you are unlucky, you'll be concentrating more on negative events, pointing how unlucky you are. Wow. So did he work out how people can be more lucky? If you consider yourself to be an unlucky person, what steps can you take to see the luck and see these opportunities more yes he spoke uh, specifically about really looking for and noticing unexpected opportunities and very much concentrating on new things that are arising Uh, having positive expectations so expecting that positive things will come your way and also this idea of transforming bad luck into good one. So even in adverse situation, trying to spot that positive. Yeah, so there's quite a lot 
that Richard Wiseman says, he's very, I mean, his research and his approach in the book really strongly suggests that luck is within our control. And he is very much stressing that it is about creating and noticing those chance opportunities and also spotting your luck in adverse situations. So there is quite another quite interesting study in which if you are able to perceive a failure as an opportunity for growth, then we are more likely to experience that growth. So there is lots of research done on individual who seen adversity, not as a stumbling block, but like a stepping stone to greatness. And they were actually experiencing something has been, that has been called post-traumatic growth. Wow. So the people are experiencing growth as a result of very negative events in their life. I mean, my mind went just like, went like, boom. (laughs) Post-traumatic growth. Incredible. How traumatic, do you you have examples of who, the type of person that he's talking, that they're talking to? Lots of research has been done on people who came back from war. So you've got post-traumatic stress, of of course, and then post-traumatic growth. So they've seen and gone through an awful experience, but then they're coming back and they are seeing the opportunities that they have now from uh, compared to what life could have been like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they also very much concentrating on now they feel that they have this almost second chance because they came back from something so... Um, threatening as war now they have the second chance to build amazing life and they're concentrating on that and they're experiencing Mm. that extra post-traumatic growth the studies has been also done for people who recover from uh, life-threatening disease or illness as well so quite adverse situations and it has been shown that the change in your mindset, whether you perceive it as an opportunity for growth rather than as a failure and bad luck, can really help you to then experience the post-traumatic growth. And people can learn to do this, can they? This isn't sort of a situation where you have the tools within you that you're given and if you don't have the tools to think in this way then you can't do it come on kitty we've been experimenting so much on our brains through those dares i know i think you know the answer to this question (laughs) i think that's why i've asked it because i think that you can obviously you can train yourself to think more positively and do these things from habits and doing gratitudes the gratitude and luck seemed to me to go hand in hand because while I was writing out these lucky things that have happened to me it did make me feel really grateful and so I think the gratitudes and stuff like this where you you do try and oh yeah and actually that's true it does retrain your brain to find those pathways to start thinking of more positive outcomes already by doing the gratitudes each day so yeah I do know the answer to that question actually Claudia (laughs) oh my god so you've been listening and Richard Weisman, he actually set up, um, he called it Lux School. So he created a series of experiments examining whether people's luck can be enhanced by getting them to think and behave like a lucky person. And the answer is yes. 
So 80% of people that after end of the school were feeling happier, more satisfied with their lives. People who thought they were unlucky start considering themselves as lucky and people who were lucky felt they are even more luckier. So it was quite a lot around the shift in the perception. So how else do you think we can increase our luck? Um an openness and saying yes to things and saying yes to opportunities so another example that i came up with was i bumped into the chance the luck element was that i bumped into eddie our friend on our bikes we've never bumped into each other at this point but we were both cycling home at the same time and we just bumped into each other and started having this conversation i started telling him about a sort of a small idea of a plan that I had which was to go to Japan for a month and then Morocco to spend some time with some circus friends of mine on the beach for two months because I just got some money from my grandparents and I was thinking about doing it next year and I said this to Eddie and he said well what are you going to wait a year for don't wait a year just go and do it just do it leave quit your job go I was like okay you're right I should do that I should go and do that. I should go to Japan for a month and quit my job and go to Morocco. And by that chance meeting with Eddie, I sort of changed my life because I then went and had this incredible trip, taught myself to do handstands, which I've, I've, I've been teaching other people handstands. I then set up my business while I was in Morocco and Eddie ended up being our, my first uh, client or the first customer for, our, for, the, for the business. But that all came from this chance bumping into him on our bikes. But also incorporated in that was saying yes to it, to that suggestion and just going for it and being a bit brave, but also being open to something like that happening. Yeah, amazing. Love it. Yeah, because again, in the book, Richard Wiseman speaks about that lucky people um, increase the likelihood of the lucky opportunities because they meet more people, they connect easier with other people and they maintain various relationships. Mm. Um, and that helps them very much to um, have more lucky events in their life because... You engage your 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 bubble. We spoke about bubble. Your bubble is expand is much mm. more expanding. Yeah, definitely. People and relationships. If you're not meeting other people to bring in these new opportunities and these, you wouldn't be able to see any of the. So what he was saying before about keeping your eyes peeled for the for the opportunities, those opportunities are going to be a lot fewer if you're only seeing the same people or going to the same places. Um, so how luck can help our happiness similarly to gratitude I know I keep talking about gratitude but Claudia we both know it was a great week I know I know it was the week of our life (laughs) (laughs) but this made me feel the similar sort of joy because it was just going down memory lane of these amazing experiences it was just bringing richness to my life I think luck can bring happiness because it brings opportunity and variation and things to learn from even the scary things that happen it gives you a lease of life and actually that there's so many near-death experiences that we've all encounter but actually it can give you a love for the life that you have if you 
kind of think, oh, I, I could have died then and I could have lost everything. I could have not seen anybody ever again. And then you think, oh, wow, how amazing it is to be alive. So if we think about luck in that way, it's incredibly joyous. Yeah, and I think also luck is, uh, can help us to generate lots of happiness in our life and lots of amazing opportunities. As you mentioned with your trip to Japan and Morocco, that completely changed your life. And you said yes and got inspired by your friend. So again, kind of luck can take us into lots of various amazing places if we practice this ability of spotting those lucky opportunities. And then if we have some unlucky events in our life, because let's be honest, life is not um, only about happiness. We will have difficult moments and we may be in despair and we might be facing something very difficult. Finding those positives can help us to face those challenges in a calmer way or in a more effective way. So I think the lack is, yeah, quite powerful. I'm not surprised now that for uh, years and years in history, people had lucky kind of lucky amulets and lucky stones and, you know, to bring that kind of positive energy in. Yeah. Do you know, in this whole thing, I didn't think about lucky charms at all because that's its own side of luck, isn't it? We've talked about luck in quite a controlled way. Like you yeah. are making your own luck and, um, and we have the choice to be to feel lucky we have the choice to feel lucky but actually when you think about a lucky charm that's like a more superstitious kind of thing but if having that makes you feel luckier and then do all of the things that we've just described then why not have a lucky charm that brings you that the danger i suppose comes if you lose the lucky charm do you then stop seeing the luck that you have do you have a lucky charm no, actually, I don't. I think it's because I'm quite, I was always quite pragmatic and I always felt like it's, yeah, I, I'm not sure I have such a high appreciation for objects to have lucky charms. I was given a stone by my dad's partner, Sue, which was to bring me, I was, I'd um, been offered a job and I'd quit my job and then I'd, that job I was offered was taken away from me. So I was in a bit of a challenging position. And she gave me this stone and I kept it and I kept holding on to it. And I was quite brave in the conversations that I was having with this company. And I got the job back. I negotiated the job back. I put a lot of that onto the stone rather than myself. Now I don't carry the stone around with me, but I do think about that stone often. I'm not saying that it was the stone that brought me that luck. I, I can see that it was my actions, but it did give me an encouragement. It gave me something. I, I held it and I rubbed it and I kept it in my pocket. And it was a conscious, more, maybe what it did was made me think about what I wanted and really go for yeah. it. Yeah, no, I agree because I think I definitely believe in kind of like anchors almost. So it's good to have objects that remind us that we are confident and we can do things. 
there is entire era of trans it's called transformational coaching where you let's say you're very confident in your headstands and you know you are your best hundred hundred percent and ten kitty in that certain situation but then you're very nervous in the interviews you can try to transfer that confidence by having a reminder an anchor like the stone for instance with you in the tricky situation so um, it might be a watch it might be a stone and you kind of you kind of teach your brain to associate boost of confidence because of the touch of that object. So you say to yourself, okay, every time I touch that object in the interview, I'll be the confident kitty from my handstand. And that helps people a lot to kind of give themselves that encouragement. Yeah. I think the only important thing is to remember is that, that it's not necessary that that object is lucky or has some superpower. It's more about that that object helps you to remember that you have the resources and confidence to be your best in various situations, even if you feel nervous and anxious inside. So I think that's the kind of definition um, because you like the luck, you're right, the lucky charms come from superstitions when people believe that the object can have a very big power. But I think um, the way we're going currently and definitely from the research in psychology, it's, it's kind of more about how we feel and what we about the object and what we associate the object with that has the power to change our behavior and mindset. I love luck. I know luck is quite interesting, but I think it might be quite controversial as well because it's quite a big statement. But this guy, Richard Wiseman, he is like 10, 15 years of research, thousands, thousands of people research. And he is so strongly saying that the luck is within our control. Yes, we might be in a certain situation in a certain time, but really it is about the perception. People might find it controversial, but it's helpful, surely. It's better to know that something's in your control than just let shit happen to you and feel like it's happening to you. I hate that feeling of... Helplessness. Helplessness, yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, like, luck can get us lots of happiness, also can get us lots of despair, if you think about it. But exactly, the good news is that Richard Wiseman research strongly suggests that luck is within our control. And lucky people can generate their own fortune by specific mindset adjustments. Do you want to give a few examples, Kitty? Well, in that when something bad happens to you, your future vision of what it could have been like is the negative, makes you feel much more positive and lucky about the situation that's happened to you. Mm -hmm. Welcoming in new people and new opportunities to broaden out of your bubble that you're in at the moment will bring new lucky um, opportunities to you, but you have to look out for them. Exactly. And you need to expect positive outcomes. Yes. So expect the good, expect the abundance that will help your perception to spot the positives in your life. next week we are doing M for meaning and happiness big topic Claudia <laughs> but not the meaning of life 
because even though me and Claudia are absolute geniuses, we are not going to tackle the meaning of life. <laughs> yes, but if you would like to send your suggestions of meaning of life, please do. I'm sure lots of people be interested. And we will answer that question in, in on our Instagram account and happiness official. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to imagine three different lives. Okay, so if we could do anything we want on this planet, what else would we do that is different to our current life? And we're going to then look whether we have a meaning or purpose in common across those different lives. But generally, we will be talking about what is meaning and purpose and really how we can find more of it and whether it is important to our happiness to have that meaning and purpose mm -hmm. in life. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I really enjoyed this week. And thanks everyone again for listening. Honestly, we really love hearing your feedback on how the dares are going. And if you're just listening to this episode first, please go back and listen throughout the whole alphabet and try and do the dare as well yourself because they really are bringing a lot of joy to a lot of lives and it's really nice to hear about them. And recommend this to a friend. And um, we will see you next time. Yeah, we're wishing you a very lucky week. And we dare you to be happy. We dare you to be happy.